2: twenty twenty five QX eighty coming this summer.
0: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, always, Gillette and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details
3: this is the handle with matt brown and mike Samage on v the sports betting network
1: Edition of the handle here on DraftKings Network and Beast. And I'm Matt Brown. That is Mike Samich. We are proudly presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And all I can say is we're sorry because apparently we can't bring you a good game. Every game that we're going to be here for is just a bad <laughs> game. Sorry. Unless you're holding Packers' ticket, in which case, hey, maybe this isn't a bad game for you. 41 to 16 in favor of the Packers. Over is home. I'm going to go out of limb and say that plus seven, plus seven and a half you got in your account on the Packers is safe as well. Depending on which props you got out there, we can talk about some being home. Any number you got and any alt you have on Romeo Dobbs is home for sure. He has got 148 receiving yards. Musgrave has 52. We know that he is home as well with all of that. The tough one's going to be over on the Dallas side of things where Dak Prescott's only gone for 177 here, a touchdown and two picks. Jordan Love, 15 of 18, 269, two touchdowns, no picks. We said heading into this one that Jordan Love over the last half of the season was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Statistically, it is opponent-adjusted. There was nothing that we were looking at here that was a false narrative. It was the guy just figured something out over the course of the second half of the season. It played out again here in this one. Again, 15 of 18, 269, two touchdowns, and this Packers team has done whatever they wanted to against this Cowboys defense.
3: Last eight games for the Packers, Jordan Love, 18 touchdowns, one interception. They're 6-2 over those games. He's averaging 15 yards an attempt. 15 in attempt. That is just phenomenal. 155.8 passer rating. That's perfect, Matt. Just yeah. a phenomenal debut here from Jordan Love. The Packers can do anything they want. Because we didn't even mention Aaron Jones, who's about to go for his fourth straight game over 100 yards. He's 18 for 96. And not one, not two, but three touchdowns already on the day. It's been total domination by the Packers. And it, I, I love the fact That they took the ball in the first half Mm -hmm. we talked about this yesterday the way the packers were going to be able to jump out and be able to try and beat this cowboys team was getting ahead early and that's exactly what mike lafleur did they took the ball they went down they scored and all of a sudden the pressure was all on the cowboys to be able to respond and the response wasn't great
1: it was not a traditional choice but it was the right choice in this one you didn't want to give that cowboys offense a chance to come out and set the tone, Mm -hmm. and then you'd be chasing the entire time. And instead, you went out, put together a nice, methodical drive in which you actually did whatever you wanted to, which was really, really impressive by this Packers team, and they never stopped after that. Again, 41-16. to There's still a whole quarter left to be played. So (laughs) if you are are chasing any of these props, and certainly garbage time stuff here for the Cowboys could get home for you. We're thinking Aaron Jones, if you had 100-plus on him, he only needs four yards. We don't know. If you're going to get any more touchdown passes from Jordan Love and don't know how much more you're going to get from these receivers, but it is at least uh, Aaron Jones in the realm of of getting the 100-plus for you. Over on the receiving side, you got Ceedee Lamb. He does have seven catches. It's only gone, though, for 51 yards in that one, so he's going to need to get up there for you. Gallup is your leading receiver for them, three for 67. Ferguson, five for 42. But all in all, bad day for Dak Prescott, 22 of 35, 188. And, uh, like I said, a, a touchdown and two picks. And a couple of the picks were – a couple of picks that were dropped by yeah. the Packers as well. I mean, this could easily be a three or four interception day for Dak.
3: A very fortunate not to have a ball picked at the end of the first half. They were down 27 nothing. That was a really important touchdown. It looked like it could possibly get them in the game since they were getting the ball out of half. And uh, just a straight drop by a linebacker there from, from Green Bay or else. This would have been even more rough than it is right now sitting at 41-16. And half my Twitter timeline – is already calling for Belichick in Dallas next year. Mike McCarthy officially on the hot seat about a quarter into this game.
1: It doesn't surprise me. Um, listen, this Cowboys team, certainly talented, but I think, you know, when we were previewing this game yesterday, both of us alluded to the fact, one, we we liked the Packers, but we also thought that the way that this offense was playing, they were going to be able to move the ball, and this Dallas defense was a, getting a little bit more credit over the course of the season, than it actually deserved yes you have a superstar in Micah Parsons and certainly I think people look at Micah Parsons and then just give this identity to the entire defense but it's not really what the case is with them they have one absolute superstar and with that that equals about a middling defense and so with with I think you you've got this perception of this Cowboys defense that just really wasn't the actual Cowboys defense and why I thought that this Packers team was going to have some success, I thought that the other side of seven was just too much. At the very least, even if we found the Packers down 14 at any point in this game, I thought seven and a half was too much because they were always going to be live to come in the back door with, with this one. But uh, no, no need for that as 41 to 16 <laughs> as, we, uh, as we sit right now.
3: Yeah, the injuries for, for this Dallas team, no one really talked that much about the injuries at cornerback, but you lose Diggs earlier in the season. Gilmore gets hurt in the last game of the year. That's a big problem. When you're, when you're trying to defend this Packers offense, it's been able to really effectively throw the football late in the season. And if you don't get the pressure on Love, and even when they have pressured Love, he has still been able to deliver because you've had some breakdowns in the secondary. You just saw the Musgrave touchdown. He was running wide open. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anyone within 20 yards of him. So even when you have pressure on, on Love, he's been able to get it out and get it to open receivers. Just a brutal ending to a very good season for Dallas. 12 and five, they win the division. They're hosting a playoff game. Second biggest favorite of the weekend. And everything has gone wrong as the packers now take over the ball as we start the fourth quarter. I, I would put a bow on this puppy. I, I-
1: yeah, I think that was fourth and five right there. Dallas didn't convert, so turnover on downs at this point. Yeah, the
3: Packers done. money line looking pretty good right now, minus ten thousand. If you want to play the Packers in game, not uh, not quite the plus two eighty five we were getting before the start of this one.
1: We do have one more game to go this evening. It is the Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit Lions. That is currently sitting three across the board, though they are juice threes. I don't know if we will see a three and a half, but it is at least a juice three in favor of the Lions. Total up to fifty three in this one. Now we did, this was something we did predict, right? Yeah. Uh, that it was that there could be a run on this over whenever we start to get these fans focused in on this game and people I, uh, getting, their, getting their eyes squarely on this one. So this has moved to full point and a half since yesterday whenever we were going over this game. So 53 now, your total. Like I said, I have a Rams 3.5 ticket in my account. If it got back to 3.5 for any of you out there, I still think that would be the side to play, but I, it's there's a lot about this game that kind of screams field goal. If you were wondering, Sam Laporta is officially active. That said, you're getting kind of conflicting reports here. Beat writer saying this could be one of those deals where he just kind of plays a handful of snaps wherever it is kind of necessary. We know he's a chain mover, so maybe he plays on a very on a key third and five or something. And of course, once you get inside the 10 yard line, he's a touchdown maker. But I don't know if we're going to see him on an every down basis like we saw Throughout the course of the season.
3: It feels like he's a red zone target. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the key here. Now, we've had beat writers who are reporting that he's going to be wearing an offensive lineman knee brace to try and (laughs) keep that knee held up. So I'm I'm guessing he's not going to have the same speed that we've seen from him in the past. Uh, Interesting. His prop went up today at 36 and a half yards. Already been bet down to 28 and a half on Sam Laporta. I still would lean toward the under. I'm just not sure how much action he's going to get. And with these reports we're getting where it's going to be a snap count, right? He's not going to be out there every play. And if he is in there on specific red zone targets, that limits the ability for him to get a catch over 20 yards, right? Because you're you're in the red zone. So then you're going to need multiple plays, multiple red zone targets to be able to get over that number. So the Laporta number that's been posted at 28 and a half, I do think is, is a play toward the under there. Really interesting that we're now starting to see Lions money here to me. It's been everywhere you look, everyone's been on the Rams. And at three and a half, I was interested in the Rams. I didn't get one in my account. But uh, this morning uh, on the, the Brent Musburger show, Countdown to Kickoff, you had Johnny Aello in here. He was saying that, that DraftKings getting a ton of Rams money, not getting much Lions buyback. Mike Palm came in. He said this is going to be one of their biggest decisions. The House is going to need the Lions here at Circa. And now we're seeing a little bit of that Lions money come in. I, it kind of feels like the Lions may be the right side. It's just how much do you trust Jared Goff against his old team, a team that really understands how to attack him. But this is going to be one of those spots. where They're going to be buzzing, absolutely buzzing in Detroit for this football game. So you're going to see a big-time home field advantage. I, I kind of like the under at 53, though. It feels like we're getting a little out of hand here for two teams that,
1: that both don't mind running the football. Yeah, that's the interesting part about this, and I'm going to see how far this thing runs. But we are – we're looking at two teams that have had success running the ball. I mean, you have a Lions offensive line that has been one of the best offensive lines in the league this entire year, and we have Dan Campbell that has multiple times throughout the course of this season, sure, whenever they've had to rely on the pass, they'll pass it. He's fine with passing it, but when they've gotten up in games or whenever they have been able to run with the combination of Montgomery and Gibbs like they have really well, He'll lean on that. And we've seen games where these guys have both gotten double-digit touches, and I don't know if that's out of the realm of possibility, and this happened in this one too. So we're kind of getting to the point now where maybe it's worth me sneaking in a little something here on the under, because I don't know if we're fully kind of putting the range of outcomes of, of what might work for these two teams into play here. I get it, yes. I mean, it's the the Lions. They throw it all over the field. I I, I understand all that. Laporta playing limited snaps to me. Laporta probably not only, not getting in in all of the kind of to-go situations. Like, that's the other thing with me. This guy was such a good first-down maker. Mm-hmm. He was the third and four. He was the third and six guy that moved the chains for them. And I don't know, like you said, with this full-on brace on his leg. This is a major injury, by the way. I mean, oh, yeah. like, this was not like he a— He carted off the field. Yes, yeah, I mean, this is not like some sort of deal where it's like, oh, you know— tough it out, buddy. <laughs> rub some dirt on it. Yeah. You know, like, no, it's not a rub some dirt on it situation. So I think that could affect the scoring as well, too, right? I mean, it's, if you're talking about fewer first downs for the Lions and then putting the ball away a little bit more, that can affect the scoring, too. 53 is a lot of points in today's NFL.
3: It's a big number. And you also have Kyron Williams out there, who the Rams love to lean on, and they're going to try and get him to go over for, for over 100 yards. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets in that 20 carry range, which, again, pushes it toward the under. I am interested to see now, this, this game, this morning game, it, when I woke up, was at 50 and a half. It steamed up to 52, the total. You have a lot of people who are going to cash some over tickets as soon as this goes final. We're seeing juice toward the over at 53. I, I'm going to wait until almost kickoff to put a ticket in on the under if I do play it. I want to see if we can get to 53 and a half, 54, mm-hmm. how much this pushes up once you have the tickets cash from this game specifically. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of over are very happy right now and are going to get money in their account and then look right again to the over because very similar football games in these first two. However, I think the second one's going to feature a lot more running than passing. And we've got an hour until kickoff. So this is... There's, there's no putting, way they don't have these games on top yeah, of each yeah, other, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we got an hour until kickoff. So there's a lot of time for people to still get involved in this one for sure. Put down their cocktail, pull their phone out, <laughs> and maybe make a bet. We'll keep you updated here on Packers and Cowboys. Really, it's more from a prop perspective. We get it. and then uh, Of course, continue to talk some Rams and Lions here along the way.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog
0: you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. more details.
3: This is the handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You can get access to our daily best bets, the leaderboard, to which VEASAN ex, uh, expert has hot hands. You get the betting split page. We know you love that. Every five minutes, let's get an update with DraftKings odds, betting system, premium analysis, 24-7 video access. We know you're going to be betting the NFL playoffs. We know you're going to be betting the Super Bowl. So come on in, Nine ninety nine 99 for 30-day trial. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Everything we do for just nine ninety nine 99 for 30 days, and that gets you through the Super Bowl. It does for a 10-spot. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to do. Less than a trip to McDonald's. Come on in. Ten bucks all the way through the Super Bowl. Tons of content heading. And, uh, and we found out yesterday, this coming week, a redesign to Eason.com.
3: Look at that. And the app. I was on the app today, and that's
1: getting redesigned as well. So there you go. Now you have it, guys. Go what on. In. could you want? Just get it done. Uh, as we were gone, the beating got worse. <laughs> <laughs> so it is 48-16 now. Jordan Love, 16 of 20. 272 yards. Three touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs, six, one fifty one and a touchdown. Musgrave, three fifty-two in a touchdown. Dontavian Wicks, two twenty-five and a touchdown. <laughs> to go along with Aaron Jones, nineteen for one fifteen and three touchdowns. It is officially a route. Dallas Cowboys, the most points they have given up in uh playoff history. I believe it. 48 is a, a lot. Yes, it was it was the record when it was forty one. So forty eight <laughs> tacking tacks on. on.
3: Tacks on even more. Jerry Jones is happy in his box there, Jerry yes, World.
1: Yeah, here with this Cowboys team and, uh, you know, we're kind of looking forward. We start to look at these teams and I, you, you ask yourself, do the Packers have what it takes to really make some noise? And, then I see, and the answer is probably not because at the end of the day, I don't think the Cowboys took advantage of what really is a, a defense that can, that can give up plays and chunk yardage and things like that. That being said, they figured some stuff out against Dak Prescott today, had him confused all over the place. Never was able to get any sort of rhythm whatsoever. And it is a tip of the cap to each and every person involved. But, man, Jordan Love. Is he the best quarterback left in the NFC? I couldn't have been more wrong about a player. I don't know if I've ever been more wrong about a player. Through the first six weeks of the season, I'm like, oh, man, they waited all this time and then threw this dude out there and now he stinks. And then instead, hats off. Seriously, guy figured it out over the last half of the season. Got to give that up to the coaching staff as well. They might have called more efficient plays for him. They might have figured out some of his strengths and some of his weaknesses and got away from the weaknesses and leaned into the strengths. But it has been a quarterback absolute exhibition here today, 16 of 22-72.
3: Just phenomenal. And I'm I'm not even kidding. Is he the best quarterback left in the NFC playoffs? Stafford, Purdy, Hurts? Could be. I mean, so you're going to have the best quarterback. And anywhere you go now, it's going to be awfully tough. They're going to have to go to San Francisco next week. By the way, I already like the over. I don't even care what that number is. I like the over in the Packers San Francisco game next week because they're not going to put it too high. Um, this is this Packers team's legit. If their defense is able to play like this, if Joe Barry can get these guys to play to, to to play in this manner and be able to create turnovers, they're a legitimate threat. And and we were talking about this during the break. This is a scary team moving forward. They have five legitimate weapons under the age of 25 on the offensive side of the ball at tight end at wide receiver. You've got Aaron Jones to that. And now Jordan love looks like the guy. Uh, this is going to be a very good team next year
1: as well. Yeah. If you, if you just objectively look at these two teams in that division right now, like the separation between the lions and the Packers over the second half of the season, just I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a canyon. I mean, it's literally, it was a Grand Canyon the first half, and then now it is, like, basically almost nothing at this point. If these two teams, if you wanted to put – seriously, if you want to put the two teams on paper right now, you would be looking at probably, if we looked at all of the stats, you know, literally top to bottom, right, you're you're probably going to come out with the Packers on top. Like, you probably – over the over the Lions. Because as bad as the Packers' defense has been – The Lions defense has literally been one of the four or five worst defense in all of the NFL in every single category over the last half of the season. And so if we think that the offense is at least on par, eh, the defense is certainly better. I mean, they're they're probably even. Yeah, I mean, you look back at at the Thanksgiving Day game where
3: the Packers or the Lions were at home and laying seven. uh, I bet that that would be closer to two or three right now, which would make them pick them on a neutral. And if you look forward to next year and you assume Ben Johnson's gone, it's golf and, and what's going to happen there with the offense, you much rather would have the Packers and the Lions moving forward as well. So just a phenomenal second half of the season here for the Packers. And uh, just an exclamation point on their season right now, it would be fun to see them move forward. It'll be fun to see Jordan Love play again and go to San Francisco. Have a lot more trouble stopping that, that offense. But going into this game, the entire narrative was the Cowboys are scoring thirty-seven and a half points at home a game. They've got 16 right now. They were almost shut out in the first half by this Packers defense. So we'll see if they can go and do the same thing to San Francisco next week. But going to be interesting to see what the line is in that game and if it's going to be on the other side of seven or not and if that gets bought up quickly if it is because there's a lot of people, a lot of groups in Vegas, a lot of people and and professional betters that were on the Packers plus seven and a half. I, I would assume there's going to be some appetite to take the Packers at a big number again next week.
1: Now, he's only had to put the ball in the air 20 times, but with that being said, Christian Watson was active for this game. Just one target, one catch. As we were saying, you know, one of the things about Jordan Love and I think his evolution over the course of the season too was the fact that he was just throwing whoever was open. Mm-hmm. There was not a, oh, I'm going to pick this guy. I'm going to pick this guy. This guy's my favorite. I'm always looking to him. Today you have Dobbs as happens to be the guy. But even with that, it's only six receptions, three for Musgrave, two for Wicks, two for Kraft, and then Jones Watson – Melton all each just have one. Jaden Reed, who has had big games throughout the course of the year, no catches for him today. He does have two targets, but it kind of goes to what we were saying, which is, hey, spread the ball around. Whoever's open, that's who I care about throwing it to, and that's basically what Jordan Love has done here in this one too, which I think, again, makes for a dangerous quarterback. It's the same thing that we talk about with Brock Purdy. The reason it's so hard to play props with the 49ers and probably moving forward with the Packers is going to be that same way he doesn't have – neither one of these – the guys don't have favorites, right? No. It's just kind of like however the offense works that day, whatever matchup seems to be favorable, that's the way we're going to go with all of that. And so, you know, again, there are probably a lot of people who got burned today who probably had Melton and Reed and Watson props that, for overs. And you look and you say, like, how does this guy have 272 passing yards and I'm missing this number <laughs> by 30, 40, 50 yards? Because, again, it's just I, – I think the Packers might fall into that realm where – as prop players, we kind of have to pump the brakes just a little bit because the only thing we know for sure is that Aaron Jones is going to get his on the ground.
3: The one the one exception to that, I would say, I, I, I would keep an eye on Musgrave. I talked about him yesterday. His prop was sitting at 15 and a half receiving yards. He was the number one tight end in this offense before going down. Missed five weeks. Kraft started to emerge, and we saw today Kraft was at 25 and a half. And Musgrave was at 15 and a half. And Musgrave is the better tight end. He is the one who's going to get the majority of the snaps. I'll be interested to see where they line those two guys next week. Because if you're sitting in the teens on Musgrave again, to me that is an almost autoplay on the over because he is the one guy that you're going to consistently see get the ball in the middle of the field for this Packers offense. So Musgrave is the one guy I'm interested in the prop side. On the receiver side, it is near impossible to guess who is going to have that game for the Packers because of how they're playing and how much they're spreading the ball out right now. But if you look at someone like Kansas City, and we've seen them have such struggles to have anyone emerge, and then you flip over to this Green Bay team where you have all of these receivers that love trusts, it's absolutely huge. It makes such a difference, and
1: Love has so much confidence when he's throwing the ball because he believes every single person will catch it. If you had Dak Prescott over one-and-a-half touchdown passes... Hey, garbage time still counts. It doesn't matter. <laughs> garbage time is as good as anything else. Touchdown to Jake Ferguson, his second of the day. So Prescott does get over that one and a half touchdown passes out there. So some of the, like I said, this is we're just in prop territory at this point. Yep. This is just all about padding some of those. And if you had the one over one and a half there, if you happen to have two touchdowns on Ferguson, all of those things just got home. I wonder if we're getting in Scorigami land the 48 to 22 if they don't get this or 55 22 yeah something on like I, I mean they, they yeah. we're
3: getting into that that unique score setup because we got all the points and all the two point conversions here
1: so guys uh we are we've now hit 53 and a half in the Rams and Lions so if seems like everybody just wants to be over in this game do you think this game is affecting that total I'm um, I mean Absolutely. People are watching this, watching these
3: teams go up and down, and they're just going to assume that it's going and to be the same style. same
1: scoring environment, too. Yep. Indoors, yep. dome, the whole nine yards. We're not having to worry about the weather, yada, yada, yada. I mean, there's, there's that for sure.
3: This was 100% the better over game to me. I mean, this mm-hmm. was, I talked myself into this being my favorite bet of the weekend because of, of, I thought the Packers were live, and I thought the Cowboys were going to score. I am not nearly as certain that there's going to be just a plethora of points in this Rams-Lions game.
1: Good, uh, good use of plethora right there. Yes, 53-and-a-half uh, is your current total over at DraftKings. It is three. Now, that juice has gone from 115 to 120, so we might be getting the three-and-a-half pop on the Rams as well. I said this yesterday, and I wasn't sure, and I still don't know if this is the case or not, but there is legalized sports betting in Michigan, and there is not in California, and I'm wondering how excited some of these guys are getting and want to come in and back the home team as we head in this, you know, again, another... Fifty minutes until this thing kicks off.
3: There's a couple more Lions fans and Rams fans too Mm. and this is the first time the Lions have hosted a playoff game since I believe 94 93 one of the two Uh, so you're going to see a lot of Lions excitement you're going to see Lions fans who want to come in and bet on the game.
1: I still wouldn't be shocked if there's some sharp money coming on the Lions at three here. I can tell you this we have met the point of resistance because the 53 and a half got blasted <laughs> and it went to 53 and then it went to 52 and a half in 30 seconds. Wow. So there, there, it, the, there was a group waiting with their finger on the trigger for it to hit 53 and a half.
3: So I I would say this, if
1: it gets back to 53 and you want the under, I wouldn't yeah. bet it
3: at 52 yeah. and a half. Cause I wouldn't be shocked if this goes back mm-hmm. up to 53. I. Bet we don't see another
1: 53 and a half yes. because that took a lot of money yeah. to move it that quickly two spots. Instantly. We'll talk Steelers and Bills. We'll talk Eagles and Bucks as well when we come back.
3: This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summidge on Sin, the Sports Betting Network.
1: The Sports Betting partner of the NFL playoffs, the- bringing you an offer. It's going to help you keep that bank account feeling really good. Your bankroll over there. You bet 5 bucks on any game. You get 200 instantly in bonus bets. This is for new customers. You go in, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Vegas V-E-G-A-S. And when you do, you bet 5 bucks, You are going to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Now go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Vegas DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. 4824 so the Cowboys get in the end zone. How about them Cowboys? So you, that said, probably some of you asking out there, well, what does that mean for, for Dak Prescott? Well, you are getting, you got everything you needed. You lucky, you lucky dogs out there. <laughs> He's up to 272 in garbage yards. And so uh, you got there. So good on you with that. Uh, Gallup, which if you I can't imagine you played alts on Gallup, but he has 84 yards in this game, way, way, way above any prop you would ever have found on him. CeeDee Lamb, a little work to be done still, 63 yards for him.
3: Be interesting to see if they come back out there. We've got all the backups in now for Green Bay. They're about to punt here from the uh, the 50-yard line right from the star. Interested to see who runs back on the field for Dallas here. Uh, I guess you're not completely out of it. Three touchdowns, three two-point conversions still ties the football game, but with five minutes left and just one timeout, I would say it's a long shot at this point.
1: I would say it's a long shot as well. I think certainly one more series of Dak and them, and then if nothing happens, then probably the to the bench. But what that will do is give you a chance to get to those some of those CD Lamb props here. Uh, I imagine he's going to get some – some fairly uncontested targets here by this defense, like just to keep it in front of you type defense. You know? I
3: wouldn't mind 62 yards from CD lamb on this drive. <laughs>
1: I realize that's a lot to ask, but I will,
3: you know, I'd be okay with uh with a long CD lamb pass. Uh, it, it's interesting on this total. We talked about it last, last segment. We got up to 53 and a half, got blasted down to 52 and a half. There's places already back to 53 here in Las Vegas. Yeah. And we've got 52 and a half uh, juice to the over already back on DraftKings as well. So, there seems to be a battle here. Oh, yeah. and look at that.
1: 53 all, and a half it's, just it's showed back, back up. Yes, so I think there's two. Gr- there must yes, be two yeah. groups going oh, back and forth here. Yes,
3: yes. There, there are clearly two groups that want yeah. to play back and forth. I, now we're back at 53. So someone immediately took yeah. the 53 and a half again. This is wildly interesting yeah. what's going on in the total. You're almost wondering if there's like the pump fake. Yeah, At the, To try and get it back up there, just they want more on the 53-and-a-half under. There is somebody out there with Man. a big opinion that this thing's going under 53-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, so this is, this is wild. This is fun, though, because we still have uh, 45 minutes to kickoff. So we'll see how this thing just toggles <laughs> back and forth a ton. Dak Prescott scramble, so you got some Dak yeah, rush. There's the overrush there. I mean, total, yeah. yeah. Everything, yeah. You're, getting, you're getting all you need here in garbage time. So garbage time yards count the same. As all regular. It's neutral. Game score, 0-0. Zero, zero. Game score, out of hand. It doesn't matter. They all count the same. Makes no difference. They all, they'll pay out the prop no matter when they get the yards. They all count the same. We are counting you down to the Rams and Lions, as we mentioned. Not only is that total sitting there, you know, toggling as we speak, but we might see some interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there you CD, go. CD, baby! There's the CD Lamb. Big catch, so... We're, you got home. We're, we're live. You got home there as well. If you had C.D. Lamb props, those just got home because he just had about a 35, thirty-five, forty. Oh, r- that was cash. a fifty-yarder. All right, so there you go. You, oh, this is spice now. You're getting home on everything
3: here late. Um, Nine for one, ten for C.D. Now, so we need fifteen more. Matt,
1: is it possible? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is amazing. So gets home there for uh, for C.D. Lamb. So we'll keep you. Uh, we'll, we'll keep. Oh, they that's, ran uh, the football.
3: That's. <laughs> What are we doing, Mike? Then why what, are we even what, in there? What are we doing? Then why like, are the what starters are, in there? What in they the world? They just ran
1: the ball, forty-eight, twenty-four, with the clock got, running. We've got people tra- now. The backups for the for Green Bay is like getting personal fouls and stuff. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to be at the they're going to be at the fourteen yard line. I need fifteen CD yards. <laughs> they're going to be at the fourteen now. Oh man, uh, oh. yeah. So this is this is pretty interesting because. You have the starters in, and yet you ran the ball down three touchdowns with four minutes left in the game, four and a half minutes left in the game, I should say. And so with that, Mike McCarthy probably just got fired. I mean, like, Ma- that was probably just got him fired.
3: I, Mike McCarthy was going to get fired if he didn't come back at the end of the first half. Yeah, and it was the, Jerry Jones's expressions when they cut to the box in the first half told you everything you need to know. I wouldn't be shocked if he made the call to Belichick during the
1: first half of this football game. This is just insanity to me. That Why with play the, the starter? If you're going to have the starters in there, what, what are you doing running the ball? With the clock, like, what are we doing? Yeah, with the clock running. Yeah, like, at it, the time. It makes no sense. Yeah, with the clock running at the time. I, I don't even, there's just no words. No words. That being said, we have a third Jake Ferguson touchdown. <laughs> we have... You know, I have been on Jake Ferguson touchdowns all, and I didn't bet it at all today, and now he's got three of them. We have a third Jake Ferguson touchdown that's also going to put Dak Prescott well over 300 yards as well. He's all the way up to 330 yards, so... Now, all, not only did he get home in garbage time for you, any alts you played now on, on him also got home.
3: There's going to be some phenomenal same-game parlays that are going to get posted on Twitter about yes. this one now. I yeah. mean, you just got everybody is over. Yeah, this just went. just a plethora of touchdowns. It's the CeeDee Lamb no touchdown is going to cost some people a lot of money here.
1: Yeah, this just got absolutely bonkers from a, from a prop perspective. Again, the game still a uh, two-point conversion pending here, but uh, it would put it to 16. Dak Prescott's going to run it in, so we are at 16 with three minutes and twenty five seconds left.
3: They'll still try.
1: Yeah, no, they will. I mean, we're gonna get an, we're gonna get an onside kick here.
3: Yeah, well, and then they have one timeout. So we need we need them to get a stop
1: yeah. for Dallas to get the ball
3: back and C D to get his
1: 15 yards. So DraftKings doesn't think that they're coming back because they've already posted Packers and 49ers. They have. I'd say it's a fair, fair thing to do. If you're driving along in your car, even if you're at home and you're just watching us on the second screen. Ask yourself right now: What do you think the line is going to be for the Packers at the 49ers in the playoffs on so January the 20th? Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. It is 10. I thought it was going to be eight. It is 10 in favor of the 49ers at home over the Packers. 49 and a half is your total. We will see how this thing moves as we uh, as more people realize that it's even posted.
3: I uh, see. I I can't bet on DraftKings. Yes, because we are employees of yes. DraftKings. Can't do that. I will tell you this at the break. I will be checking my uh, local Vegas books that I have on my phone here. If I can get over 49 and a half, I will be betting the over immediately. I mean, this Packers team is a dead over team. You've got a very good quarterback who's efficient. They didn't even kick the ball close to 10 yards. No. You've got a very good quarterback who is efficient. San Francisco loves putting up points, and the Packers defense is very gettable. And San Francisco's defense, well, they are good. They're not elite. They're not what we saw. Last year or a couple of years ago, they are very gettable as well. I, I, I mean, I'm surprised we're not sitting at 52. I thought that's where that game would op- be opened. So I, I love the over in that Niners Packers game, assuming we get it, which it looks like we will.
1: Yeah, this is uh, 10's big. I, I mean, listen, the 49ers <laughs> are a truck. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. Jerry Jones is already sitting there. He's already, how many texts do you think he sent as uh, far as like, he's like, you know what I want? I don't want just Belichick. I want Belichick and Saban. Like, I, like <laughs> I, want, I want Belichick and Saban and Pete Carroll. Like, like bring in all three of them. Well,
3: the thing is, too, like, if you're Jones and you get Belichick and you win a Super Bowl and you get it from Kraft, too, I mean, there, there's a nice little storyline there. If you're, you're one of these,
1: you know, wealthy people, they like to, to poke fun yeah. at each other. This would give, this would give Jones a little, uh, little extra element. Yeah, so it's uh, 16 points. But, again, the onside kick didn't even make it 10 yards, so they had no chance at, at fielding it. And so the uh, the Packers did take over. They've run one play. The Cowboys are now out of timeouts. Stopped it with 3:18 left. Next time they can stop it will be the two-minute warning. Packers also
3: put all the starters back in. So that was Aaron Jones with the run. Love is back in there. They've got all the starting wide receivers back in. So they are very much wanting to get a first down here so they can salt this game
1: away. Yeah. Make sure that make sure that there's no funny business going yes. on here. Yes. No shenanigans in this one. Um, we'll talk a ton about the Steelers and Bills. We'll talk a ton. About the Eagles and Bucks as well. If you're wondering where we sit right now, this thing continues to toggle back and forth between nine and a half and ten in favor of the Bills at home. Now, one thing that we do know about this game is even though it got moved, the the temperature is still going to be frigid. There's still going to be wind. It's not completely devoid of weather. This wasn't like a oh we're going to move it so that there's no weather. It's just the worst of it is by them. So I don't want you to look at this and start to think well oh, okay well they moved it because the weather's going to be moved out of town well that's not how this is where it's still going to be bitterly cold it's still going to be wind out there so it's not like this is a clean game by any stretch
3: no not even close there they are expecting flurries so you're going to have some snow in the in the forecast as well uh, right now there's a, a travel ban in that area so orchard park you're not allowed to be driving or out so they're going to have to have a ton of people go to the stadium once that's lifted to be able to shovel all of the snow out of the seats and everything so it's going to be an overtaking just to try and get this game to happen there in buffalo but the governor's already come out and said they will not be moving it again. So this game will kick off tomorrow uh, in Orchard Park there. I still like the 10 in the Steelers. I liked it more when I thought we were going to have the forecast this morning mm-hmm. and we were going to have that, that consistent snow and 50-mile-per-hour winds because I thought that would really depress scoring. But I still don't trust this Bills team to put up 7 when they get in the red zone. They're well, it's
1: gone up a point and a half as well. It was 37. Now yeah. it's 38 and a half. Yep. You and well, it, it's opened at 42. Yeah. gets yeah. bet
3: all the way down. Now we're getting some over money because of it. I think it's a lot of people hedging out. Mm-hmm. I, and I know – a couple larger Mm -hmm. plays were made at, at 42, 41, and 40. And then with the weather switch, I wouldn't be surprised when it reopened at 37, you saw that over money from those same people creating that middle.
1: Third and seven, they're going to throw it. Jordan Lowe, and my, oh my God, I could have gotten my three yards for the same game. And he dropped it. <laughs> we're, the, what we're sweating here is epic. I mean, I love that we're sweating this, this we're trash just, time in a just, ridiculous we're game. We're just sweating garbage time stuff right now. But yeah, garbage time still cashes. That's all I got to say about that. We'll let you know how this all turns out when we come back.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
3: Is the handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summidge on VSIN, the sports betting network.
1: If you want to be like me and Mike, you can start your day off each and every day with the VCN Daily. It's a newsletter written by the one and only Bill 80. He stays up until odd hours of the night to get these newsletters ready just for you each and every morning. You can go in. If you'd have been in there this morning, you'd have been. Notified. Heads up, you could have seen this man over here talking to Brent Musburger earlier today. You also would have seen that the vast majority of our people were on the Packers on this game, but four people that we had, none of the current employees, or just four people we had even on it, the shows all throughout the week were on the Cowboys, Lay in the Seven. So maybe you would have tailed had you opened up that newsletter. It's absolutely free. It's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. So, uh, you know, Get after it. It's free. You're not gonna get anything better than free. Free is great. Go in, take advantage of it. Again, you did you dunno know, you dunno know whether you were on there with Brent. They got it. They got to turn your microphone on or something like that before we can, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there now we we're go. back. Yeah, now we, uh, there we go. You right, could, could have heard the My, Packers, Packers so, money line said, over. I just said like three of the most important oh, yeah. sentences in the history of this network. And then like, yeah, your microphone wasn't on. It's so, lost. Yeah. Anyway, that's, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It ruined the bit, but it's good. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. It doesn't, doesn't matter. All right. So uh, it is 48 to 32. <laughs> They're moving. And, and the Cowboys are moving the ball. So you're saying there's a chance. I mean, <laughs> it's over, but, like, is it over? I mean, it's, it's over. A two possession game, it's a two-possession game, technically. over. I mean, yeah, so there's that. Um, if you're wondering, the line is currently 15-and-a-half because wow. it is expected that the Cowboys, you know, have a chance. Oh, Dak. Oh, okay. Dak. Well, Dak <laughs> almost just wanted to end it, but he didn't. If you were wondering from a prop perspective, this has now put Dak up at 369 passing yards, so all of your alts have hit. CeeDee Lamb on the 100 and over his hit as well. I can't imagine you thought this was going to be the Gallup game, but if you did, (laughs) 10 catches for 93 yards for Michael Gallup, this is what they thought was happening all year long with him. This guy was like persona non grata the entire season. That's 10 for 93 for Ferguson. Oh, okay it's the, the Ferguson game. It's the uh, it's the ESPN scoring thing that's gotten uh, that gets all <laughs> jacked up whenever they. Uh, but yeah, Gallup has five for eighty four, so he does have the eighty four and Cooks getting out of bounds. If they score in I the mean, next twenty seconds, if they score in the next thirty seconds, like it, they have a minute off an onside kick, like, like there's a little. It's not completely out of the realm of yeah, possibility. Yeah, this, I can't believe the Packers are are allowing this to even be remotely close to a game. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb on the sideline, by the way. And I should also bring up that you were talking about that the 49 and a half that you would really like to get in on the over. I understand that this is garbage time. That being said, this is kind of what we expected, though, given what we had seen from the Packers over the vast majority of the second half of the season. Yep the secondary's gettable. The secondary when I mean they the secondary is knows that they are throwing the ball every single down and yet it is still getting to a point where they've mo- been able to move the ball in these last three drives mm-hmm. up and down the field on them. So, just something to keep in mind. 49 and a half against this 49ers team and again I, I this this is the same deal as this is the exact same deal as this game right here. This 49ers defense is thought of as being much better than it actually is. When right. you actually dig into the stats and you actually dig into what the 49ers are, they're not bad. They are just league average. Yeah, they're not elite. Yeah, and, they're and just league average. This
3: is a, a team with a lot of weapons on the Green Bay side. We have talked about having the four different wide receivers that you all have as weapons. You have the tight end as well in Musgrave, and you're able to run the ball with Aaron Jones. But to me, it's, it's the pace of what you should expect from that game. If... Either team jumps out, you're going to see the other team try to score back, and both of them should have success trying to score back. It's not like it's it, it, either offense isn't isn't good. I mean, you have weapons all up and down the field on the offensive side of the football. So do it. I would be very surprised if we end up staying under that 50-point number.
1: That'll do it. Dak takes a sack, so it is running just time off the clock. It is They're not going to get a playoff. It's going to cost them 12, 13, 14, 15 because – they had to wait on a wide receiver to get back. So they weren't able to snap the ball again until 25 seconds. And so now that that will probably do it. But, I mean, that's an like, yeah.
3: out of the end zone, Hail Mary.
1: And there we go. Ball game, 48-32. Green Bay is your winner. They move on to face the San Francisco 49ers, in which we, now the line's official. Now it's now, official. Now, now it's official. Um, it is 10 in favor of the 49ers at home over the Packers. 49 and a half is your total. We do have a game yet to come. And but guess what? The three and a half hit. Uh, I, I'm not surprised. I, I, the way that we had seen that moving, I was expecting you were going to see a
3: three and a half. Right now, you can get a three minus 124 on DraftKings for the Lions. You can get three and a half minus 122 for the Rams. So You have that number on either way. Back to 52 and a half. I mean, this has been a battle on the total. Yeah. I'm interested once this game goes official, once the money gets deposited from everyone's over, if we mm. see another rush of that over money and how long, if we do see a 53 and a half, it lasts again. I, to me, if there's a 53 that pops up, I'm going to try and play it depending on where it is. Obviously, yeah. hopefully it pops up in about five minutes when we go on break. But if we can find a 53, 53 and a half, I do think I'm going to end up on the under in this one. So
1: what you're going to notice, guys, if you're over at DraftKings right now, it is juiced minus 120 on that three and a half. That being said, that is cheaper than if you went to buy off of three. It's going to cost correct. you thirty cents if you go to buy off the three. So, the the one twenty is worth it. Is basically where I'm going with this. If you're if you're looking to get that hook, you are getting a discount on the hook at one twenty, even though it is juiced. You're, you're you're coming out better than if you were trying to buy off the three.
3: Well, it's interesting because yeah, you thought you're one hundred percent correct, and it's also a better idea to play Lions minus three at minus 124 than it is minus three and a half at plus 100. So you have two options where if you're going to play either the Rams at three and a half or you want to play the Lions, you want to be laying that extra juice and getting the extra half point or getting the key number of three, depending on which side you want to go to.
1: And this total is definitely going to keep toggling. So if you are of the over mindset, you're going to get a 52 and a half because again, we still have 25 minutes, 30 minutes until this game kicks off. And as from what we've seen here, this thing is moving rapidly. So, if you 52.5 will be there. If you're looking for an under, wait for 53. 53 is going to come up as well. So, Steelers and Bills, as we just talked about, it is 10 in favor of the Bills. 38.5 is the total. This thing moved tomorrow. 435 is your kickoff Eastern time in this. It is worth noting that the weather is still going to be there. It's just not going to be as bad. And so, with that, it's still. Le- <laughs> Complete complete transparency. I have nothing uh, in this game, right? But like, it still lean. I still lean pretty heavily to taking the points, even though I'm not in love with this Steelers team really at all. And certainly from a defensive perspective, when you are without T.J. Watt, who is as valuable to a defense as just about anybody in the NFL, it makes it a little tougher to want to tuck it into your account. Because is it crazy to think that this game is? 20 to 10, it's not, no. you know, it, it's it like 20 to 10 could certainly be in the realm of possibilities. And then now you get into that weird deal where the Steelers are having to come back from double digits and then do the bills end up getting some sort of cheap, you know, short field deal. It, it, there's a lot of different ways I think that this thing could, could get to where the bills cover the 10. That being said, if I, someone gave me the free hundo and said, Matt, you got to play it, I'd probably take the ten.
3: I've already bet the 10. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the right side of this game for, for a couple of reasons. First off, Buffalo's weakness on defense is, is when opponents run to the B-gap. That's what Pittsburgh wants to do on offense. So you have a, a direct advantage there for Pittsburgh. And considering the weather, they're going to want to run the football. You also have a Buffalo team that has really tried to establish the run consistently since switching over to the, a new offensive coordinator. That also leads to a game that's going to be slower paced, not as many points. And finally, this is a Buffalo team that when they get in the red zone, they don't always put 7 up. And if I'm laying 10, I need a team that I trust in the red zone, someone who's not going to, I don't know, throw an interception, Mm -hmm. not going to fumble the football, not going to end up kicking a field goal. All of those things are things that we've seen from Buffalo. So for me, I would much rather take the the plus 10 here. I actually have a plus 10 in my account. I also played an over on Najee Harris, 57.5 rushing yards. This is a a Pittsburgh offense that's going to want to establish the run. A lot of people expected that when Matt Canada left Pittsburgh that it was going to be Warren's offense, really. He was going to be elevated to that RB1. We've seen the exact opposite. Harris, over the last couple of games, has been the go-to running back for them. I think that continues
1: against Buffalo, and I think the Pittsburgh running game has success here. So what we've seen is with this game getting moved, with the weather not being quite as bad, but still anticipating it being run heavy, what we have seen is a lot of these rush totals get ticked up. James Cook is up to two, 62 and a half. You've got Josh Allen, who's all the way up to 38-and-a-half. You could have gotten a 34-and-a-half a little bit earlier in the week. you got Najee Harris. You just said you had 57-and-a-half to 61-and-a-half over at DraftKings right now. So people are kind of starting to put the puzzle together here, which is, look, yeah, it's better than it would have been today had they played, but it's still going to be pretty rough out there. Don't expect people to just go crazy through the air here. Lots of stuff on the ground. Cook
3: or, Cook or Allen at the current number?
1: I like Josh Allen. Listen, like I said, 27 rush attempts over the last two games for Josh Allen. What they have decided is, is when it comes crunch time, we're just going to utilize our big, fast dude that can get pretty much five yards every single time that he takes off. With the ball, it wouldn't surprise me to see him have a dozen carries in this game at all. And if you have a dozen carries and you only need to get to 39 yards, it's it's pretty easy when you're Josh Allen.
3: It also very likely he rips off a 15-yarder on a scramble yeah. or something. I would much rather have the Allen over than the cookover.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Again, 38-and-a-half is the number right now, and Josh Allen still think that is playable. Counting you guys down to the Rams and Lions when we come back.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
0: For more details.